Hello world, welcome back to the Ignited Fortitude podcast with Bobby, Will, and Steve, episode 76. We normally don't have a guest like announce I things. I, That's I crazy, right? A like, seasoned guest at that. Don't worry, I'll pray it out because I am the guest <laughs> on this podcast right now. <laughs> like, it's been a long time and I'm excited to be back and especially with, you know, new year, new me, all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> um... But yeah, so here we are, second week of January, right? Yeah. And I know we were talking before we started recording, like, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to do this this year. I want to do this. You know, I want to, I'm about to do a fast, right? Like, and because I was like, I need to reset. I need to get closer with the Lord. And um, so I was like, okay, we're going to, I'm going to do this. And so I know a lot of us have those, those things in our life that, Especially at the beginning of the year, like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to talk about it because, but I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Right? Gyms like, love this time of year because everybody's like, yes, I'm going to oh, get yeah. in Dropping shape. major coin. Yeah. yeah and sure. Sign up for a year contract and by week five, there's nobody in the gym. Great. Right. But one of the things we don't do a lot is like change our, um, our reading time, right? Mm -hmm. Like our time with the Lord. Very few people focus on what they're going to be doing with the Lord. You all right, Will? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Very few people focus on what they're going to be doing with the Lord and, uh, or think about changing that, right? Like I know for the last couple of years, it's been like, okay, I'm going to read through the Bible this year and it becomes so much of the same, right? Like, like, okay, here we are in, Genesis, I, I end with a psalm and do a little prayer and just repeat, right? <clears throat> but we've got a new tool, yeah. right? And, yes. Uh, for those of you who listen and have have gone to uh, the men's Bible study that we're doing or the women's Bible study that, that's been happening, um, we got a tool called Promise Principle. Um, there's a book out there that uh, you can pick up and read and i think we have some extra copies if, if anybody wants it right? yeah absolutely like, yeah. Um, yeah. there's a few folks i know that we we owe a copy to that uh have come into the community right. so so but basically it changes your your bible reading time yeah right and so today we want to give kind of the background of it and give an example so you guys know what to do well, and, and here's the thing, right? Like, so there's a couple of places that they, that they pointed out and, and I know for me, right? Like you said, you read your Bible through the year and you're like, oh yeah, cool. I'm like trucking through it. And, and sometimes it becomes task oriented. We talked about that last, you know, yep. last men's group where it's like, you know, you feel guilty if you didn't get your Bible reading done because you're like on this plan and right. it's good. Like you should be on a plan. You should be like, sometimes I talk to people and I'm like, what were you reading at? Like, Oh, I don't know. I'm just like, because, you know what I mean? Like, ah. like <laughs> it's okay. Cause you know, because of what it is that you're reading, but it's like, if you don't have a plan, right. If, if you don't plan, then you, you're planning yeah, you to, plan fail, to fail. Right. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. and like you said too, as you're going into what you're getting ready to finish to that, it's the ability to also, uh, continue to write scripture on your heart. And if you don't know what you just studied, then you're really not writing. You're just, like you said, it's just mundane. Check, check, check. That's not what we're about. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and then those times that you talk to people where it's like, oh man, my Bible reading was so good today. Really? What was it? And it's like, 
I don't know, it was, it was in Matthew and he was just, you know, like, oh, you, you know, yeah. and it's, you know, um, it, it's good to cover ground. It's good to get that whole, you know, perspective. And it's also helpful. And we're going to, you know, when we do our, our breakdown, it's also like, all right, how can it be the most effective, right? Where it's, it's, you know, I'm not just going through it, but it's like, all right, I'm like really going to take it in, really unpack it because, you know, in second Timothy, who's got it? Yeah, I got, you got it. it right there. Uh, Go second ahead. Timothy, Timothy. 316. 316. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Right. And so there's, you know, correction, uh, reproof, uh, teaching. And what else? Training in righteousness. Training in righteousness, right? So those are the things where it's like, if that's what we're supposed to be doing, then then how is that, like, how can we look at that? And, and is this, you know, when we're reading through scripture, is it a correction? Is it a reproof? Is it, you know, what's that teaching uh, opportunity? And when we, you know, when we learned this method, right, um, it was just, I know for like, you and I were at Pursuit together and we're like, dude, this is so good because we can take this back. You know what I mean? And then and what's crazy is like, is my mic working, bro? Like, <laughs> it's because I think it's too far for you, dude. What's crazy? No. Anyways, so what's crazy is you guys will pick me up on your mics. What's crazy is that when we uh, when we went to Pursuit, right, we had to give up our phones and stuff. And I was like, what? Like, no, I don't want to do it. I'm going to lose my streak on my Bible app, right? Like, that's what was important to me was the streak that I had. Mm-hmm. Not that I was um, doing anything anything wrong or... or I, and I wasn't learning anything. It was like, okay, I got to read through this so I can complete the Bible in a year, right? And, um, and you talked about it at the men's group. Like, how many times, like, after reading through it for in a year, the second year that I did it, I was like... Oh well, I've already read this. Check, 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 check. Right, like, <laughs> like I've, I've done it. Right, like so. Um, like now with this, with the tool of promise principle, we're able to sit down and like actually pull those things out of the scripture that like is applying to my life right now. And I think that's what's huge compared to what um, what we had the, or the the lack of what we had before it was just reading, right? Like in a lot of the times and Will and I, I mean, it's not that it was bad, right? Because there would be times where before promise principle, where I come to work and Will would be there and I'd be like, bro, did you know God was going to kill Moses? Moses? You know, before I was like, it's like he had to, because he didn't circumcise his son. Like what? Like that's crazy to me, you know? And so like we would get nuggets every now and then, but now it's every time I read Right. I'm getting something. Yeah. And again, right. Like it's not, um, you know, it's not, there's not one way, like this isn't the best way. You know what I mean? It's just, this is a method that we started. Yeah. It's just a method that we started doing. It's like, oh, cool. That right now is like, it's good. That's what we've been doing. And, you know, we're learning and we're taking things in. You know what I mean? And so like when you study the, the Bible, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's important that you study it, you know, sometimes like if you get, um, uh, uh, there's, you know, exegesis, Isaac Jesus, you know what I mean? Where it's like, hey, you want to be, like, you want the scriptures to be saying what it's saying. You don't want to be reading into it. That's why, like, when you go to a church that teaches topically, right, that's why it becomes kind of dangerous because it's like, hey, you know what, I want to, I want to, you know, give, and it could be a good thing, right? Like, I want to do a five-part message on um, spiritual authority, 
right? And then you're pulling these scriptures and yeah, although they're saying that, but you're, you're like formulating these things and you're missing the context of what's, you know, what's going on. And, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it can, it can get to that point where it, it does become a little bit dicey and we've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Where something could get said out of context, right? And then they want to just hammer that certain point And it's like, okay, but we got to look at the whole thing of what's being said, right? right? And so, you know, the the effective method is the inductive Bible study where Correct. you're reading through it, you know. You're and breaking down each word, which can take hours and hours. Yeah, and and, and, and it's a good, you know, Correct. like, if hey, if there's a Bible teacher that's going to be teaching, hey, I want them, that's how I would want to hear it because it's, you know, observation, yes, application, or observation, interpretation, and application. And application. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's what you want to hear. And so uh, this particular method, and, you know, we say the method a lot, not because I, we didn't come up with it. Yeah. <laughs> we want to give credit. Yeah, you want to give ours. credit where credit's due. Correct. You know what I mean? And so, you know, the, the thing with this method is, uh, is that it still uses all those elements, which are really good. But at the same time, especially I know for, you know, as we were helping the teens out, it was so good because now we were seeing teens that would never engage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, all right, guys, we're going to read this portion of scripture. Hey, before we get started, we want to pray and ask that the Holy Spirit is going to guide this time. And anything that really stands out to you, or that's like, man, that's really, really good. Hey, mark that. Highlight it, mark it, underline it, whatever it is, note it. And then when we start asking you guys like, hey, what is the thing that you that was really drawn out by the scripture? We're going to just pull that thread and kind of ask some questions to help you with it because there's a reason why the Holy Spirit is illuminating that for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now it becomes, now it's like you're personally engaging and the Lord is speaking to you, right? And so it it's not a time, you know, because I can already hear people thinking like, well, then you get a, a crowd of people that is just like, well, this is what it means to me. This is what, I, I don't, it doesn't matter what it means to you. The scriptures were written, were written for a purpose. It doesn't take away that purpose of what it was for, right? right? So it's not a meaning. There's an, there's an interpretation of the, sp- of the scripture, and then there's an application. Mm-hmm. And the application for each one of us is going to be different, correct? right? Based on where we're at in life. And one scripture might stand out to me today, and I have one application tomorrow. It could have a completely different application that doesn't change the interpretation of what's happening, what was really happening at that time. And and that's where we get danger, right? Like yes. when when you start thinking that the the application is the interpretation, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not, not. right? It's not. Um, and we keep saying the method and the promise principle. The it's out of the Bible, yes, right? Like <laughs> yes, so, I'm going to read it to you. It's it's Second Peter, and we're going to start in verse three. By His divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received. All of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. In view of all of this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with the generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge knowledge with self-control and self-control with patience, patient endurance and patient endurance with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly, brotherly affection with love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. 
straight out of the Bible, right? And so, and then this guy, Philip Hunter, wrote a book based off that scripture, that those verses, right, called Promise Principle, which that's what we were introduced to at Pursuit. But then you start looking at, at other authors, and um, J.I. Packer wrote a book called uh, Knowing God. And in his book, he says, what then does the activity of knowing God involve? Holding together the various elements involved in this relationship as we have sketched it out, we must say that knowing God involves first listening to God's word and receiving it as the Holy Spirit interprets it in application to oneself. Second, noting God's nature and character as his word and works reveal it. Third, accepting his invitations and doing what he commands. Fourth, recognizing and rejoicing in the love that he has shown a, shown in thus approaching you and drawing you into this divine fellowship. That matches Second Peter. That matches what Philip Hunter said in, in um, Promise Principle. Like these are guys that have been around, have are doing it. They're taking the scriptures right, and that's all we're trying to show you guys how to do. Right? Yep. Hey, we're gonna read it. We're gonna we're gonna highlight things that like the Holy Spirit's like. Hey, that's good, right? Like. If we go to First uh, Corinthians 12, so I want you to know that no one speaking by the Spirit of God will curse Jesus, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So if you're sitting here and you're going, <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Oh, well, that's the Holy Spirit. Like, yeah, you don't get to determine yeah, yeah. what's good, yeah, right? You Only can't God. determine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because God is good. Yeah. <laughs> God yeah. determines what's good. Correct. So, like, like, yeah, like, there's times where we could be in our flesh and be like, oh, that's good, right? Like, we're we're going to take that and use it for our own benefit. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, but if you're really like, if you're inviting the Holy spirit in, as you start your, your Bible reading and you're doing it correctly, like, and you're like, Oh man. And you'll see it play out in how you, when you're reading that and you're, you go, how does this apply to my life? It's going to be very specific, sure, absolutely. right? Like it's not going to be like for a future event, like, Oh, my wife should be submitting to me and respecting <laughs> me, right? Like, it's going to be like, man, I was just going through that, right? Like, yeah, yeah. and obviously I need this word right now. So I think, um, I just think that this is, I'm, I'm super passionate about it. Obviously, like, it's such a good Bible study. Well, because correct. we've seen, we've seen, first of all, the impact in our own lives yep. mm -hmm. using it. You know what I mean? And then, and then we've seen the impact that it's using. I mean, like when we went to, to camp with the high schoolers, you know what I mean? There's all these things that the kids get to yep. do. And when we ask them at the end, we're like, Hey, what was, you know, what was your, your favorite, favorite part? part? And they're like, promise principle, because those were the times where we broke off into small groups. And when we introduced the kids, kids to this method and they were able to engage in the scriptures instead of it being, you know, I'm not going to say disconnected, but we're then, you know, they're like, okay, I'm ca I camp and what's, you know, what are we doing and all this other yeah, stuff. And it was, we keep talking about God, but I don't really know like what's going on, but yeah. then to interact with God's word yeah. is what well, they Well, like we've do. always talked about too. It, it, it becomes, I mean, that's why God wrote the book, right? For it to be personalized for ourselves. Right, kind of a little bit of selfish so way of thought process. It's a love letter to you, Will. Oh, hey, okay. Exactly <laughs> what I'm getting at. Right. So, so when we read it, and the way we we've been, you know, how this impacted our lives, because now we read scripture. For me, it's he's telling me this. He's saying, "Pay attention. Yeah. I need you to hear what I'm telling you right now. That's All right. those ten verses you read, 
look, verse 11 and 12 belong to you. And that's right. It's a beautiful love letter. Mm -hmm. And there's tragic in this, right? But it's about because of the outcome that has occurred, Mm -hmm. because of the commitment that these men and women uh, have come to realize. It's like, wait a minute, what am I doing? I'm not walking with God. I've gone astray. And it doesn't matter how far you've gone off that path. All it takes is one step and you're back in God. God's dialed in. You're yeah. dialed in. Once you redial yourself in and say, God, forgive me because I've gotten off the path. And he says, been here the whole time. And you're back on your righteousness and you're back onto, like you said, you're back into the love letter that he wrote for you. Well, and I think too, like I learned this the other day that, that the Bible was written as a meditative form of writing, right? Like you're supposed to, and it tells us in there, you're yeah, supposed to yeah, meditate, meditate on, on it, right? Meditate on it. And so often we're just reading. Oh yeah, we're going through. Right, it. like we're not meditating on it. And I think that um, when you, for me, when I read this way, and that one scripture that the Holy Spirit reveals to me, or the seven that the Holy Spirit reveals to me, right, I'm, I start meditating on that. Mm-hmm. And your Bible memorization. Scripture memorization comes becomes so much easier. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. you're like identifying these points to that other yeah. part of scripture and to mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it becomes so much easier. And so, like they say, the furthest distance is the six inches between a, a man's mind and his heart. Right. Mm-hmm. Like so, like when we read, we just doing it with our mind. But when we do promise principle, when we do what J.I. Packer says, when we do what the Lord says in second Peter, right? Like we take it from our mind to mm-hmm. our heart. No. And, uh, for me, like, like I said, like I'm passionate about it. I love this. And I think that it's one of the best ways, uh, for me and it's not going to be for everyone. No, right? Like no, it's no, not, no. and um, we're not telling anybody like you have to do this, right? Like, but if you try it, I can almost guarantee you the Lord's going to speak to you and you're going to be like, oh, that was good. Well, like, because, and, and again, right, we just want to share what, you know, well, we've been doing and what's helpful, right? Like if I know if I know what somebody's doing in another ministry, it's like, oh, well, what are you doing? You know what I mean? And how are you guys, you know? What? You mean you're teaching something that could be profitable? Get well, out of here, And here's the thing, like, look, if we're, if we're making disciples, that is what the Lord has called us to do. How right. do we, how do, we do that? Equip the saints, right? And it's like, hey, you know what? I, I could sit here and, and you know, just just you know teach and stuff but it's like hey you know what like but when i show you how to do it, like hey you you went in and met me and my family when we were fishing right mm-hmm. i don't know anything about fishing it was evident when you showed up you're like dude phoenix why you got your thing right there like we just took the poles out of the closet we just went dude it was like <laughs> just throwing the line in the water <laughs> right? just throw it. and steve shows up and he's like hey dude do this and this although they still didn't catch, any, still fish. catch any fish but yeah. but here's the thing you know what i mean but it's it's taking that time and and allowing and showing and not just like hey this is what you do and they just Right. You, you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's, you know, hey, if this is if this is beneficial, if you're listening and you're like, hey, you know what? I've been reading my Bible through that. You're like, hey, you know what? This is we just want to show you uh, what it is that we do, how we do our small groups. And hey, if it's effective and it's something that you want to try, hey, give it a gander. Give it. Yeah. yeah, yeah give well, it, you want to show up to a small group correct. or you show up to a small group. Yeah. Hit us up. So you want to give them a demonstration or, or give them an example. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we're going to do James one. Right. Yeah. yeah, James one. So normally, right? This is what we do. It it it. it we encourage you to read it. We pre-read it because then it takes a little bit more time, right? So, um, so there's 27 verses. So if we were to 
read it. Each one of us would read nine. So I'd read one through nine, then yeah. Will 10 through 18, and then you 18 through 27. But like you said, we pre-read it. So. Yeah. So, you know, and that's how we do it. So we, you know, pray beforehand and then, uh, you know, chunk it down. And then, you know, each one of us would, would read a portion of it. And then, um, and then we'd read it, you know, hey, silently just to make sure that it's, you know, we're getting it. And then we'd start, you know, doing, um, all right, what was what was the thing that stood out to you during that time? And guess what? And sometimes, especially in small groups, like you know, I, nothing stood out. Correct. That's okay. Yeah. But what's funny too, like because I've had that right, like in our small groups when we're meeting with the men, where like initially, well, I read it, I don't highlight anything, and then uh, we read through it again as a as a group. Nothing really stands out. And then as as we're somebody else is talking, because this is kind of like a selfish Bible study, right? Like it's what the Lord is revealing to me, yeah. right? Like I'll be like, oh, man, that right there. Like all of a sudden it'll <laughs> pop out, right? And so then I'll highlight it. And I know Bobby knows because Bobby will be watching me. Like, <laughs> like, and then all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, okay. Like, and then I know I'm going to be sharing, right? So, um so yeah, like there might not be something, mm-hmm. right? Especially like there's times when we're reading through here, like you're going to be reading all the names, the genealogy, like you might not get something in, in all the genealogies, yeah. right? Like that's important stuff, but it's not, there might not be a message for you there. Well, and, and the, like, this is most, like this method is most practical and helpful and, you know, uh, going through the New Testament mm-hmm. and then like going through Proverbs, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Psalms, you yeah. know what I mean? That's where it's, when you're going through the, uh, the other the ones where it's like the history and stuff like that, it, although it's still, you know, you can still definitely use it, you know what I mean? But like, if you're going to go through Leviticus mm-hmm. numbers, mm-hmm. it's going to be like, mm. so probably not like, you know, yeah, I'm sure you, you can definitely draw nuggets out of it, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, and it's not, um, you know, when you had said it's a selfish Bible study, the the thing that I like about it also is it's not, what does it mean to you? Again, we talked about that earlier, right? It's not about that. It's about like, hey, you know what? This is what, like, I know that this is what the Lord's telling me, or this is what he's guiding me through, or this is what he's, you know, illuminating, and we're going to, and we're going to do that. So we, we don't use like, Hey, we need to, or we need to right. like, no, 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 no. Like, it's about you. Like, that's what the Lord's telling you, you know what I mean? And, um, and then, and then even the prayer, you know what I mean? Uh, don't pray father, help us to, you know what I mean? No, no, no. It's you again. Right. Like, right. I know that you're father, help me, yeah, not correct. help us, help yeah. me. Yeah. But it's, sometimes someone starts doing that and explaining something then all of a sudden from a group of 10 every man is like every man's like mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah for sure so you know so and another thing too right like a lot of times i i notice that you know like guys have or people and you know they don't want to pray in public they don't want to pray out loud. I definitely did not want to do it. And this <laughs> yeah. has helped a lot yeah you know what i mean and so uh, especially because it's like i don't i don't know what to pray Right. And so it's like, good, because you don't want to pray what it is that you, hey, you know what? I want to hold, I want to hold to what God has said. And real quick before we get into it, right? Like, um, one of the things that I had thought about was, you know, if, if I tell my kids, like, hey, you know what? After, you know, hey, after I get done with the podcast, we'll go get lunch, you know, and, and I go and I go pick them up and it's like, all right, dad, you said we're going to go to Tucson to go grab something. Like, no, no, that's not what I said. They're like, well, you said we were going to get, I said, but that's not what I said. I said lunch. I said lunch, right? I said we're going to grab lunch, you know. I said, where are we going in Tucson? Right? And sometimes when we pray, 
you know, we have this expectation. Yes. And it's like, that's not what God said. That's not what his word says, right? So when you when you pray, now your prayers, uh, be, the scripture becomes the outline for your prayer. And guess what? It helps you hone. The, I know it's helped my prayer life. And it helps me hone that in because it's not like I'm not. I'm not going outside of those those boundaries yeah. of what God said He's going to yeah. do, yeah. you know. And yeah. so that's kind of, you know. Yeah, we're we're me. all we're all soldiers here, right? Or sorry, Marine. Sometimes you need it's hero. A, but anyway, <laughs> I know um, that's why the Marines are. So, <laughs> and the biggest thing too, like you're saying, right? There's a there's, there's a strategic point of view, and then when we use the scripture that is spoken to us and use it as our outline, that's the tactical. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, prayer, right? Because something like we talked about a, f- a couple weeks ago is that sometimes our prayer life is is so general. Yeah, Lord, let me have a good weather. Let it not rain. Mm. You know, no, no. Let the roads be clear so that we don't run into snow, sleet, or ice as we drive through the mountains. Mm. Have us go home safely. Arrive safely. ABCs. A little more. Yeah, a little more right? precise. Yeah, precise. And that's what the principles allow us to do when God speaks to us, when those scriptures uh, speak to us. So without so, further ado. So, well, wait, no, there is a little further ado. So <laughs> <laughs> with that, um, and the the example that I gave when we had that conversation was you pray like, Lord, let us have good weather. God made weather, so it's good, right? Like, so it doesn't matter if it's yeah. rain or snow. Sure. Like, he's like, this is good weather for me. Like, you guys need rain, bro. Like, you're in Arizona, right? Like, like you pray for good. Like, no, you need to be specific. Like, right. like because the Lord's like, hey, I made it. Like, that snow oh, is good. Be, be grateful for what I've given you. <laughs> right? So, sorry. And, and then the other, real quick, is um, one of the things that this has done for me and. It's changed my it's changed my prayer life, but in one of the ways is most of the time I pray with my eyes open now, <laughs> right? Like I don't talk to you guys with my eyes closed, so I, I I'm not going to talk to God with my eyes closed. I'm focusing on His Word, yeah. and and I'm looking at that. And even then, like I was telling you guys before we started, like my prayer life starting this year, I've been writing all my prayers, right? So I'm praying with my eyes open because I'm writing, right? right? Like, so it's, um, a conversation between me and the Lord and that's what it's supposed to be, right? Like it's not, it doesn't, you don't have to have fancy words. You don't have to just pray what's there. Yes. So, all right. All that being said, all that being said, without further ado, (laughs) (laughs) let's go ahead. So we're going to do James. So, uh, does anybody have anything, right? Like you were, I remember you saying you were up five towards and six. The, yeah, yeah. Five so and six. five and six, right? So the, the method also is that we're going to read those verses real quick. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is an unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. So that spoke to me in a sense that when, when I'm struggling with something that I have to look for wisdom before I move, move forward, because I'll have challenges right now right, with the movement that's going on with ourselves, right? And, and then also some taskings that have come upon me for the next pursuit. I'm looking for wisdom, knowledge, and ensure that I'm, I'm walking correctly in his path and, and not messing up. And then, being knowing that I'm not going to be rebuked when I'm asking for that, and I and I'm not divided in where I'm at, mm-hmm. but he's making sure that don't be divided when you ask because all you're going to be is some 
ship being tossed around by waves. So it's a it's a it's a command. So, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah. I was going right. to say like so. One of the things is is like every a lot of the things that we're most everything in here. It's all a promise, right? But is it gonna is it a truth or a commandment? Is it is it is it telling you to do something or is it just a truth of God's? Character on who yeah. he is. And it's both. It's a, it's a truth and a command because he's asking me when I ask wisdom for wisdom that I won't be divided. So let me let me ask you this, right? So um so that you won't be divided. And and this was from that sidetracked in the wilderness book, right? If you remember where it's like, hey, when we ask in faith, like that's it. You you know it's you you pray knowing, not as a hey, I'm asking for this, but you know, I, I know I'm gonna get it. Yeah. So it's like, all right, Lord, I know that you have control of this, and whether I get it or I don't isn't up to the way that I'm asking, right? Because that's what happens sometimes. Correct. We feel like, oh, maybe I, I didn't ask right. So it's just, hey, don't be divided. Know that, hey, if if you lack wisdom, uh, ask him, right? And he's not going to rebuke you for it. Correct. So, it, you know, what's the wisdom that you want? Hey, it could be as simple as buying a vehicle. Lord, do you want me to get this vehicle? Give me the wisdom for it. And just know that he's going to do it, not not going with your own intention Correct. with it. It could yep. be a big thing too, right? We're, we've got plenty of things yeah. that we that we have coming up <laughs> oh, on yeah. our horizon, right? Where it's like, all right, Lord, just boom, you're going to guide it. Hey, you know what? I know that you know exactly what's going to go on today, Lord. So help yeah. me to just know what it is that you desire for that. So Correct. so this is what it would look like. So, so Lord, uh, thank you for giving me the wisdom when I ask and that you're so generous. And I know that you won't rebuke me when I ask. I ask you to keep me steady as I walk through this this path that you have given me. I ask for your wisdom as I move forward into our of being a watchman at pursuit. That's a task that wasn't expecting, but because of the group of men prayed for about it and and brought it to me, it was it was a no brainer for me, Lord. So give me the wisdom and the knowledge as we walk through that and prepare me uh, for those those things to come. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So one of the things we ask, uh, you know, when somebody's going to pray for something is, you know, do you want to pray it in Thanksgiving? Is it something that's just, hey, you know what, I, you know, and it's, you know, normally that's one's related to the truth, or is it something to receive? And yeah. one of the things that we talk about is like, how many times do we know, I know what the scripture says, mm-hmm. but we don't do but it do right. But do you know this, what the scripture says? Yeah. So, so then it's like, you know, Christmas is just, is over. So, you know, it'd be like giving somebody a gift. And then, you know, going back to their house and it's still wrapped up. Like, what are you doing? Like, you didn't even open it yet. Well, I didn't want to, like, I took it, but, you know. And and so when we ask, like, no, I want to pray to receive this because I know it, but I haven't let it, uh, I haven't utilized what it's saying, right? Just like, you know, you read through Second Peter, right? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I haven't held that. If that's, if I have everything that I need for life and godliness, then there should be no factor, right? Right. So, it, you know, are those something that you want to pray to receive or pray for Thanksgiving? And then when, you, when you're praying, that's what the intent, you know, is. Right. So I had uh, basically 16 through 18. So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word. And we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. So looking at this, it's uh, it's truth, right? Like, like don't be misled, my, my brothers and sisters. Like, 
whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God, our father who created all the lights in heaven. Um, and then he chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word, right? Like that to me right there, like, I was like, Oh man, like, okay. And then, and we are at, and we out of all creation became his prized possession. So I think a lot, like, I think because a lot of the times, um, one of the things I struggle with is like feeling worthy, right? Like, and, um, so like being God's prized possession, right? Like, oh man, that's so good. Like, and a lot of the time I forget that, mm-hmm. right? Like, and we, even though we talk about it all the time, all the like, time. Hey, you're an image bearer. You're, yeah. you know, all these things you're loved. You're, you were created by the one true, all these things. Right. But then like you, things start happening in life and it's like, I'm like, Oh man, like I, we became his prized possession. So I'm going to, I'm going to pray in Thanksgiving. And because I forget this. Sometimes I'm going to pray to receive it. So father God, I, I thank you for this word that you've given me today. I thank you that knowing that I can know that whatever is good and perfect is a gift from you, Lord. I I pray that, um, that, and I'm, I'm thankful that you're not, you never change. You don't, your shadow never, you don't cast a shifting shadow. You never change. You are the same today, yesterday and tomorrow, Lord. Um, and I'm thankful and, and I want to receive the fact that you chose to give birth to us by giving us your true word that, um, out of all creation, I am your prized possession, Lord, and I am so thankful for that. And I receive that today, Lord. And I pray this in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen. It, just to two things, right? Like he never casts this shifting shadow. Just there's no shadiness about him, right? No. There's no because no. something because think about it. Like sometimes it's like what's your intention? Shady people, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so uh, you know, and here's the thing: like he is nothing but light. So there's nothing, you know. There's no. Uh, he, obviously it's the Lord. There's never going to be an evil motive, but it's like, oh, maybe he's, you know, he's doing this so that he, well, he could do that. And it's like, dude, there's no shifting shadow. There's no, like, there's not a, a hint of that, right? Like, you know, we have this, you know, the lights on so you can see the shadows on the table because there's something like he is the light. You know what I mean? So there's not going to be any, any shadow yeah. that's there, you know? And so knowing that. There's nothing walking, casting light on him. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> you know? And if he's the one that's giving it to you, Correct. then. You know, hey, right. and then another thing too is, you know, even that whole uh, prized possession thing. It's like, dude, if, if you know that something is given to you and it's somebody's prized possession, how are you going to handle that? Ooh. <laughs> Protect it, right? Oh, yeah. And so now, if you're his prized possession, how should you handle that, right? Yeah. Right there, right in the scripture. So I think that those things are just awesome. Um, mine's verse twenty-two through twenty-five, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. Right? And so, um, obviously, uh, be a doer, not just a hearer. Right? But... Um, I take it as a as a truth and a commandment, right? Because we know it, it's true. But there are some things that that hey, I have a responsibility. So um, hey, don't just listen, right? And that's why we go through this. That's why we do these mm-hmm. studies. Like hey, you know what? What am I supposed to be doing? Hey, if, just like you and right. So like I take that when you when you bring up you know the prized possession. It's like 
hey, that fits me too. Like, I mm-hmm. need to. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. what am I doing? Cool. You know what I mean? And so I need to walk away from that. And then, you know, um, one thing that also stands out is like, you must do what it says. Otherwise, you're fooling yourselves. Mm. Like, hey, if I don't do what it is, right, those times that I want to justify certain things or whatever it is, like, I'm only fooling myself. I'm not fooling anybody else. And I'm not fooling the Lord. I'm fooling myself. And, dude. Like I don't want I don't want somebody else making me look like a fool. So then I shouldn't do that either. You know what I mean? So tying it back. So then I need to do what God's word says. And then um if you listen to the word and don't obey it, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror, right? And it's um nobody wants anything on their face. You know what I mean? And it's like I I better fix that, you know. And so, hey, if I'm reading this. I can't just walk away from it and then just, you know, go ahead and, and do whatever, you know, take this prized possession and just throw it in the back seat yeah, yeah. and just, you know what I mean? So it's like, hey, how am I going to live according to that? Knowing, you know, these different things of, of you know, hey, this wisdom that I, that, I, that I can ask God for. Well, if I'm asking him for wisdom and the decisions that I'm making, then I don't want to take that lightly. Correct. You know what I mean? So don't forget, hey, I'm, it's coming back to him. And uh, if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. You know what? Like, I don't have to try to um, to uh, negotiate with God. Just do it, right? Trust and obey. We talked trust, about it a couple episodes, obey. right? Yep. You know what I mean? Just trust, trust and obey. It is, you know, for that is the way. And so it, it, it's, you know, it's simple, you know. Hey, you know what? Like, what is it that God's telling me to do as I read through his scripture? And then just do it. You know what I mean? We can talk about certain verses where it's like, well, you know, I, I know what it says here, but it's, yeah, but what I, I'm just going to lean on the fact of what it says. And if I'm wrong for just wanting to do that, then, hey, you know what? I'm willing to stand on that as opposed to, yeah, it says this, but, you know, yeah, yeah. so it's just like, okay. But God told you something different. <laughs> yeah. But God. So I want to pray um, in Thanksgiving for this because it's not up to me. Mm-hmm. And and if somebody's, you know, if there's any decision that I have and I know full knowing, hey, you know what, this is what God has said. And I'm just trusting and obeying, right? And I'm just doing what he says. Then that's it. I'm just going to handle that. And I know that if there's anything that's, that God's going to do, he will course correct it. Mm-hmm. Because right. it's his, what's it say, right? Because, um, because it's his, right? carefully into the perfect law that sets you free. free. Yep. And if you do what it says, don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for it. Right. You know what? Okay. Too easy. We're supposed to be imitators of God as their children. Right? So when, what happens when you tell a little kid something? It's like, okay, no problem. What happens when you tell a teenager? Well, let's talk about this. Do we really have that? When is it? Your time? You know what I mean? So, hey, Well, sometimes you know, when you do some things in front of little children, they may actually imitate you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Especially yeah. when it comes to words. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. You know what I mean? So I just want to pray in Thanksgiving for this. And uh, Father, I do thank you. I thank you that um, Lord, you tell us plainly that we don't, we're not to just listen to your word, right? There's something that we're supposed to do with it. We're supposed to obey it. And so, uh, Father, I don't want to fool myself by um, just walking away, knowing what it says, and then not not meditating on what you have. So, Father, I know that you will give me the wisdom if I ask for it. So, Lord, I'm asking for wisdom. I'm asking for you uh, to give me the wisdom to bring these things to remembrance so that way uh, when the time comes, I will know what to do and um, and do it. And, Lord, I know that your grace is also sufficient in those times that that um, I, I don't do it maybe according to the way I could have, um, Lord, but I just thank you for 
knowing that I can just trust you because you will complete your work. We just need to, I just need to get out of the way. God, I love you. I thank you. And I pray these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. What's funny is we were talking before we start or not at the beginning of the podcast about how, you know, somebody will be like, Oh my, my Bible reading was so good today. We're like, yeah, what was it? Like, oh, I don't really, but don't forget what you heard. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Well, well, go back to yeah. when you were talking about, you know, be doers of the word. We brought it up at the beginning, 2 Timothy 3.16, right? Yeah. It tells you, profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and for training righteousness. To what? Equipped the saints for good work. Yeah. Right. So you have to do the work. Yeah. And that's oh, what yeah, folks for sure. always forget. It's like, oh, I have my salvation. And yeah. what we've done here, literally, as an example of James, is what we go through as promised principles, right? It, it's, it is literally, it's, we said, selfish in a sense because we own it, mm-hmm. right? We, write, we begin writing it on our heart like God wants us to do, right? And so when we share that and we eyes open because we're looking at his word and giving it to him. Asking him for the wisdom, asking him, saying, I accept what you have given me. I, I accept your command on what you just told me. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what it, it's about. And that's our study. Well, and what's cool about it too is like, right. So, like for you, you, you know, you prayed that whole part of, um, you know, being his prized possession. Mm-hmm. So, if we're having a conversation, I'm like, I just feel like, you know, garbage. And I feel like, hey, no, no, no. no. Like, don't you, like, you prayed, you prayed that, yeah. you know what I mean? You prayed that. Like yeah. that with my boys one time, they were both like, there was a part where it's like, like talking about patience and holding your tongue. And they had both that scripture, had because we'll do this as a family. This is a great tool. Like if you're a dude listening and it's like, man, I don't know how to do my family. Cause family devotionals are hard, mm-hmm. right? Like they're just hard. You're like trying to read this book and they're like, mm. but if you can get your kids and, and, and do this, like it's awesome. And then, and then you can hold your kids accountable too. Cause my boys were like, you know, we got done, we did our, we did our time. And then like an hour or two later, like I could hear them arguing like, yo, both of you just prayed that same thing. And what are you doing? They're like, mm. I said, yeah, <laughs> you know? And so, and it's good because then you're hearing each other and you're growing from that. Like right. I, that didn't stand out to me, you know? And it's like, oh, that's right. You know what I mean? So. Oh those yeah. Are good. Reminder. <laughs> so wrapping it up, right? Like this is just a tool. Does, yes. It's not the only way. It's not the way we're not telling you have to do it this way. It works for us. We've seen the effect in teens life. The group of men that we have on Monday nights is the the diversity is ridiculous. <laughs> well, right? I'll call it what it is. The fruit of it. Right. Sure. Right. Because that's the, what it is. Right. The fruit that comes from it. But Correct. I'm just saying like when you can bring a, such a diverse group of men together yeah. and it's been months now that we've been doing this and like people don't want to miss it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They, like, and so it's, it's pretty awesome. And, um, like, like I said, if you want to get involved like and you don't know, reach out, like we can, we can help you out. Uh, we're doing it here in Sierra Vista. I don't know if they're doing it anywhere else. We're, we're working on that. Well, here's the thing. If, if you do want to participate, you can get involved in the community. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be jumping on once a week. Mm-hmm. doing calls and going through this so if this is something like hey you know what i want to be able to to do this and and you guys can jump on the community www.ignitedfortitudecommunity.com 
and sign up and you know you're like if you get in there you're going to be talking to us and we'll we'll get you plugged in and and we will do the studies like this with you there and mm-hmm. guess what like if there's other things you know there's a benefit if especially if you're listening and you don't know anybody right because a lot of times you probably want to go to your pastor for help but you feel this like oh, i don't want him to know that my family's all jacked up and i got this going on or other people hey guess what Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, you've Come seen on. how jacked up we are. There's 70, 75 other episodes of us telling you how jacked up we are. So, yep. so um, cool. So, yeah. So, uh, guest, would you like to, yeah. to yeah. pray this out? <laughs> Thank you for the opportunity to let me pray out. Like, Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Uh, appreciate in. We appreciate you. you. Love you. Uh, I guess, I guess, yeah, Steve siding, right? <laughs> like now you probably know why he doesn't come here often. <laughs> it's been, it's been a crazy, crazy couple of months. Like, and you guys know that, like, I mean, all three of us have had a crazy couple of months. So, uh, I know. Hey. <laughs> No judgment. (laughs) Completely understand. I I get it. Got it. (laughs) Father God, (laughs) we thank you. Uh, I'm looking at back at second Peter. Like it tells us, you know, you've given us everything we need for living a godly life. Mm-hmm. And um, not only did you give us your word, Lord, but you've provided us people like Philip Hunter and J.I. Packer who can break it down for people who aren't as smart as other people and um, give us a way to just. Um, grow our relationship with you, Lord. And we are so thankful for that. And Lord, for everybody out there that, that is listening and they might, might be a little self-conscious about reaching out or, or trying to start this method, Lord, just calm their hearts and just tell, give them the confidence just to reach out to us and, and, and help us or ask us for help. And we'll, we'll do it, Lord. We'll, we'll be there for whoever needs it. And, uh, but clearly, Lord, this is simple enough that we can all do it at any time, Lord. And we just thank you for that. We thank you for everything that's going on in our lives right now. All the, mm-hmm. all the tests that, that, um, things that are testing our faith, Lord, that, um, are only drawing us closer to you and, and building that endurance, Lord. And we ask that, um, you're just with us and everybody listening as, as we all take that step out in faith, Lord, and, and just trust you and walk with you daily, Lord. And we pray this in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen.